yo, what's going on? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, y'all. I want to thank you again for tuning back into the Mike Minded Podcast. We're back at it again for another week of good conversation, positivity, you know, a little shed light on my day to day, my week to week. And, um, you know, we're going to go ahead and uh, I'll start, might as well start the podcast off, you know. We're getting it rolling. Uh, I want to thank every single one of you guys who have been tuning in every single week to the podcast, showing your support, sharing it online, passing the word, man. This is how we get this thing to grow. So, you know, I really do appreciate every single one of you guys that are coming along this journey from the beginning. Um, you know, I cannot thank you guys enough. It's uh, I feel it. You know what I mean? I really do feel and appreciate every single one of you guys who have, you know, uh, reposted it, uh, you know, commented to me, direct message me talking about points you want me to get onto or how to improve the podcast. You know, I really do appreciate every single one of you guys for that, uh, response or impact. Um, this week's topic is about temper. I want to do like a tip in the scales between like a temper and serenity. You know, serenity is just finding yourself at a level of peace. And, you know, nothing really truly impacts you because your mind, your body, your spirit has all found an equal balance into itself. It's a three-pointed scale. You know, there's, I don't think I've ever seen one of those, but when you look at your mind, your your body, and your spirit, you know, that's really what it is. If one of those is out of whack, you know, it starts to mess with the other one. You know, your body is not at 100%. It starts to mess with your mind. Your mind's not at 100%. You start going towards a temptation towards your, you know, food or lacking towards your body and your physical improvement. You know, if your soul ain't right, usually if your soul ain't right, your mind and your body's kind of messed up. So in that perspective, you know, you really got to have all three of those at like a proper balance. So, you know, I really wanted the topic of this week to be uh, on temper and just really balancing between that, you know, we, we get our good weeks, we get our bad weeks. This week has been a little tough, a little frustrating, I guess you can say the least. There's been some conversations I've had here and there that have just, uh, you know, pushed me to a line where, like, you know, frustrations have boiled, you know. My, uh, the pressure cooker was just building at to a point. But pretty much, you know, you look at it as sometimes, and you have to think to yourself, this is just a response to, me and I'll tell you two things that I saw out and about where I come to realize like I don't know if we're just all really out of whack with this right now to certain points or if if it's just a certain thing you know just things that we have to work on as people I've been out this week I was out shopping at Target and this lady came came in without a mask on and to me personally yeah you know I'm telling people you know wear your mask do it do your part hand sanitize you know just be clean be like, have a sense of cleanliness to yourself. You know, I, I, I work in an industry where, you know, it comes into cleaning and being like, you know, sharp and efficient. And, you know, trust me, there are dirty motherfuckers out here in this world and you don't even really much know it. So to some points, I'm kind of glad that we've gained this perspective. I don't think we need to be on some chaotic levels that I've seen some other people at of, you know, driving with a mask on and gloves on in your own car and whatnot pretty much dirtying the stuff around you already going into the next and then going back straight into it, you know, whatever that wants to be said. But okay. So, uh, earlier in this week, maybe like around Wednesday, Thursday, I was at target, just grabbing a couple groceries and these two ladies just start arguing 
I'm minding my own business, but I'm in the produce section, so I'm just trying to grab what I got to get and go. These two ladies start popping at each other. The one lady's like, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. And the lady's like, I left my mask at home. I got to go get these groceries. I'm just coming in and out. If I got to put my shirt over my face, I'll do that. Whatever. She's like, you're not doing your part. You got to have your mask on you at all times. Blase, blase, blase. Me personally, I like to use a disposable mask. So I've been in that position where I do not have a mask on me because, you know, the ones that people have been making, it is a little hard in the restriction on breathing because most of the time it's just cloth. It's like putting a cloth over your face. It's not like a filtration system. So I don't mind using the disposable ones. But, you know, at times you might forget them. I don't know this lady's excuse, but I'm understanding it on a perspective of what I've done where I've been like, damn, I can't believe I forgot this masking at the house. You know, it's not, now that's on the new normal. That's part of the, the check before you get the house, you know, phone, wallet, keys, mask, sanitizer. But um, this lady starts popping off on each other. These ladies are going at it. She's like, you're all around this produce, coughing, sneezing, doing all this stuff. She's like, I didn't do none of that. I'm in great health. I'm just here. I got to grab a couple things for my kids and get home. And they pretty much get to a point of, like a boiling point of where the security guard that is uh, by the checkout and a manager or team leader or somebody comes over and tries to, you know, de-escalate the whole situation. Now the lady who wasn't in there with a mask, you know, she goes, um, she pretty much is on this point where like, you can kind of tell she's a little anti anti-mask, but, um, you know, she's saying like, I'm in here for five minutes. You guys are making me stay in here longer. I would have been in and out of here already. Blase, blase, F you, F you. You know, the lady's like, yeah, yeah, get her out of here. Get that bitch out of here. And the guy's like, hey, hey, you got to calm down too. You know, we're all here. We all just got to do our part. Blase, blase. Pretty much to sum up the story, both of their ass got kicked out this target. And I'm just looking at this situation where like you see this stuff online and you see it in person. I've seen it multiple times. And it's crazy because it's just we are so off balance right now, you know, midway through 2020. And it's just wild when you see people going overboard, overboard for some of these situations. If you got to talk to someone, be like, hey, you know, the policies, whatever. And it's the response is what's going to be the most. Um, the response is going to get your response back, you know what was the law newton for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction you know if you come at me with one energy i'm gonna come at you with the same energy you know me like keep that same energy but if i come at you respect i hope to get respect back but you come at me hot you might get a little 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 burn on your hand just saying but uh you know it it comes to the point because like so the big topic in the news and you know i'm not gonna lie to you guys i i remember Prior to starting the podcast, I did talk about getting into a lot of political informations and just understanding and trying to teach people how to expand their mindsets on the judicial judicial system. But, um, you know, I'm doing my research myself. I knew some things on some on a surface level, but I really want to dive deep into those topics once things come. You know, the pri- primary elections come up in Florida um, like mid-August. So hopefully by the end of the month, I can give you guys some sort of a breakdown i'm thinking of doing some sort of a political breakdown episode right before elections come up in florida in august but um so mind you for that but um 
you know, so on, a, on another part, I just want to talk about. So when it comes to when I said, like, uh, I kind of want to have topics about like uh, cultural topics or things going on currently. Right. Um, so this week's topic, I guess, you know, on top of the, t- the, the point of temper, you know, you already know what's going on in the news. And, you know, Meg the Stallion got shot in the foot twice by Tory Lanez, a fellow rapper. You know, it's crazy times. You know, 2020 ain't nothing surprising me at this point. You know, I'm hoping to end this year off positively, but we are out of whack right now, seven months in. And um, if for you, those who are not deep inside the hip hop community, Tory Lanez had a pool party of some sort during Corona. I don't know what kind of. Uh, I like mindset that is to, you know, I guess we can have some small get get togethers, but you're getting people and people with water and all, you know, so that's already the first issue that I saw that said that Kylie Jenner, Meg Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez, and more people were at a pool party together. (laughs) I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about that. You know, you shouldn't have been there in the first place, but so apparently, you know, from what's been told so far on a surface level, once again, this is just my breakdown of it. You know, um, Meg Thee Stallion and her friend was trying to leave the party. The party was going on a normal pace. Um, and they were just like somewhere in the night, they decided they wanted to leave early. And and they got to the dispute with Tori. I don't know if there was an argument before they decided to leave. Um, but, uh, there was a moment where they got in the car and I guess Tori hopped in the car with them. An argument pursues. I guess this guy pulled the gun on him. According to um, Meg Thee Stallion, she had a thing online talking about, you know, keeping energy close to her and deciding like, you know, I got to understand the people I put in my circle on all levels, you know, and, and that's a true fact. You Sometimes your environment will continue to grow, continue to grow and you'll get introduced to people and people will get into your environment and you'll be like, okay, yeah, this person's all right. You know, this is not a a close friend, but you know, I could call this person acquaintance or even a surface level friend. You know, I have no idea how it works on um, that uh, celebrity status. A lot that must be on a way um, more focused scale. You know, I do security. I do a lot of security in Rolling Loud, which kind of comes to a point of a story I actually have about Tory Lanez because Tory Lanez is somebody that I've seen in person have bursts of, burst of uh, aggression and, and, and just sees red and whatnot. So I'll tell you the story real quick. I was working security at Rolling Loud. It's a music festival that comes down here in Miami every couple of year, every year. But it's a newer, it's a newer uh, music festival, and it was growing. I forget, I can't remember what year it was. I think I, whatever year XXX Tentacion was there, Ski Mask, the Slum God was there because I remember them two having some type of beef and them resolving it. So you know, before X died, but um, it was one that he was still there, and I remember I was working in this um, artist. There's a, they call it like artist island or something. There was a section that, you know, where all the artists go in between their sets, the environment for them and their crews. And, you know, they can kind of just, they get the free food. They get all this environment, blase, blase, no VIPs. You know, there's people that go in there that are regular people, but you know, that's besides the point. 
Um, you know, you saw, I saw a bunch of people back then. I saw Action Bronson. I saw, you know, J. Cole. I saw Little Wayne. I saw a bunch of people. And I saw Tory Lanez with his crew. Tory Lanez is a type of rapper. It looks like he has a crew of like 15 people with this guy. I remember standing next to this group. I was standing in my position and him and his posse walks past. Um, Tory is kind of energetic at this point not like disruptive or like looking like a sense of aggroness but it's to the point of the story of what happened with him and meg and on the topic of temper when you what and point of like tipping scales this week i've had a lot of interactions today that has made me want to go over that edge and you know pop off you know explode whatever but I've taken myself back. I've taken a step back and I take a breather and I tell myself, you know what? This isn't worth the reaction that you want to give. You know, you want to pop off, but you know, what's it going to result into X, Y, Z? What's the trickle down effect? And for somebody like Tory Lanez, I can tell you from my personal experience that this guy does not have a gauge, a gauge of that in his mindset, you know, he, I don't know if he has this Napoleon complex. Tory Lanez is a little guy. This guy, they said online that his first off, his real name is Daystar. He's like five, three, 120 pounds. I believe every single bit of that. Cause I saw this guy, this guy looked like a UFC flyweight, which is 125 pounds. This guy was a little guy and pretty much you could see him. in so going back to wrong loud, he's saying whatever. And one of his posse members kind of says something back to him, not like arguing or being like kind of to a point of dismissive. Tori hits a whoop, bam, 180, turns around, gets right in this guy's face. And then I'm like, I'm kind of in post. I got to be like, oh, damn, I got to get on this to a point. Because now he just went from an instant switch. When I tell you instant switch, this guy had this, you know, he got those fucking veneers in his mouth. So you could see every single one of those pearly whites in his mouth is fucking hilarious. And um, he went from laughing two seconds to a 180, getting forehead to forehead with one of his one of his own guys. He said, "What you say?" And this guy threw when I fast hands. I give Tory speed, <laughs> but you get that when you're that little. This guy threw a 30 piece combination to one of his own friend's face, just like 30 pieces. Me and another guard take like a couple steps forward, but then his security kind of gets in between us. But, you know, we're higher security. You're higher security. You're like, uh, they have a term for it, but it's like you're part of that person's um detail. So, you know, we kind of see what's going on to see what is like if what happened. When I tell you the guy that he punched that was on his crew had no reaction not a bump, not a bruise, not a cut, nothing on his face. Mind you, Tori's wearing rings, the whole nine. Doesn't have a single reaction to any of these punches. And he's like, hey, man, it happens. It's Tori, bro. Hey, man, it's happened. We good. We good. Don't worry about us. Don't worry about us. I said, hey, man, you sure you don't need to check the EMT? I'm not going to lie to you. I saw that. This guy landed like 30 pieces in your jaw. He goes, I ain't worried about it. It ain't nothing. It ain't a big deal. That's just Tori. That's just Tori. So it comes to the point where it makes you realize or it makes me realize that this is a common thing for the guy there's been videos online of him punching fans he's been crowd surfing which is something voluntarily that you do and you hop into a crowd and then he's throwing punches at fans you know people are kind of grabbing at you or whatnot maybe you shouldn't be wearing hundreds of thousand dollars of jewelry on your hands and, and neck when you go crowd surfing 
or you know xyz or you you know you, the cost of your shoes whatever i've seen other altercations online and just the altercation i saw in person so when it comes to the story between tori and meg who's to blame all right is it it's not meg the stallion i'll tell you that right now this is somebody that was invited to a party that really nobody should be in during the fucking pandemic but you know you went to a party you're if you guys think that everybody there is clean or if it's a small gathering xyz whatever um but she was trying to get away from a hostile situation he provoked again secondarily and comes into the car the whole nine and she was trying to leave this environment you know i don't know to the point if she know if she's trying to snitch on the whole situation right now they're saying that all the witnesses involved that were inside the car and some of the people that were outside the car do not want to like testify or put anything like that and it's the same thing for the people in the circle so i don't know if the topic should be not only about temper but you know we talked about this in prior week pretty recently about accountability you know that's on yourself and for the people in your circle so just because he's the hand that feeds your pockets that doesn't mean that you have to let this person get away with every single one of them, every single mishap and mis- mistake that they do. There needs to be somebody in that environment that tells you, hey, man, you know, you, you're not God. You're not an angel. You're not uh, you're not a higher power. You know, you're you're a human like anybody else just because you have a different tax bracket than somebody doesn't mean you can throw a 30 piece combination in your face just because you pay them well. And, you know, it's ending up like, you know, shit, somebody didn't do that for Tori because this guy escalated to the point where he shot a female, a woman in her foot twice. And, you know, we get so sad about all these situations about X dying or, you know, Juice World or all these rappers that get shot or pop smoke, you know, that get shot and killed. And we're like, damn, bro, you know, it's some fucking ghetto ass motherfucker in, in the hood that did this or it's X or, you know, it's drugs, whatever. It really aggravates me when I see that shit. Nipsey, that shit got me hot. When you, you, out of all the deaths, I keep, you know, you see posts, all this stuff about people who've died in this, like, in the game or whatever. You know, the one that frustrates me the most is Nipsey Hussle because it's somebody that was kind of close, not close in his environment, but, you know, friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend or whatever was known this was a argument that nipsey was having with this person prior and you know i look at that and i count that to just like the fucked up streets man it's somebody that's trying to do better for all y'all for everybody but your greed and your envy for this person escalated to the point where you took this guy's life away which could have saved countless of plenty others you know what i mean it's not the same level. Nipsey and Meg Stallion are two completely different people. You know, Meg's a free spirit. She does what she does. But on a female rap game, you know, I, I, I listen to all music. When sometimes some guy friends would be like, oh, you listening to Blase Blase, who's a female, whoever. And I'm just like, yeah, it's good music. Good music is good music. You know what I mean? Meg Stallion, she got bars. And, you know, she was, in, she was a good, I don't want to say good role model, but, you know, you're a role model to certain points. This girl was in school getting a strong degree, was, you know, self, self-started music artist, just the whole nine, somebody that's like a game for it, you know, that isn't getting pushed by somebody else's agenda. 
And, you know, when I heard the story, you know, it's like, you think this is like, damn, we could have almost lost another good, legit person. You got people like Takashi 69 out here in this world, but nothing ever happens to these people. Not calling for it, but, you know, it's just like you always hear the term like, oh, the good die young, the good die young. It's because there's fucked up people in this world and the good expect good. But, um, you know, it's it's just a topic on accountability and what what do you do in those situations and you got to look at the people in your circle in your environment you know luckily i have so you know kind of going off topic with that but going back to myself in this week with the high tempers and just the frustration building throughout the week you know thank god i at least have people in my circle in my environment where i can reach out to and be like hey man you know this week has just been a lot and then decompress decompression is such a crucial key in life where everybody needs to understand that aspect on any level spectrum of the game of life you know you need to have somebody that you can pop the bubble with or you know take the air out of it just take a little breather because when you're dealing with one person two person five people ten people it's seven of those people frustrate you. The other three didn't do nothing. Or you start to deal with 20 people in 15. And it's just a, it's an escalation. It's a buildup. You know, you need to have somebody that you can get you from when you was at like 70% angry, 80% angry, get you down to 20, get you down to 10%, get you down to calm again, because these things grow, grow, grow. You know, thank God I went to this person that I go to for a lot of my problems, you know, I went to them, you know, later in the week, but like I can, I felt it in the week last week, right after recording the podcast, you know, that was the first thing of the podcast I said last week that, you know, I messed up the recording and I lost the whole recording from my podcast. It frustrated me, had to record it again, um, had some issues with some things around the house, had some issues in a personal level, just, you know, and things just every single day and then you know you wake up the next day and you frustrated you mad about the day before and you're like oh hopefully today's not fucked up blase blase and then somewhere in there the day messes up on a level that wouldn't have got you that angry before but because you have yesterday's baggage on you you still just as frustrated you still just as angry so you know i'm always going to be an advocate for mental health i am nowhere near a specialist or you know whatever but i'm an advocate i will always promote mental health when you look at what's going on in the world you need a release you need a safe space you need somebody to go to so you don't know for this week i want you to think of look think about when you get a job and at the very end of the application they ask you put an emergency contact in and you write down, you know, your mom, your sister, your cousin, your friend, somebody that's there for you, right? That's what that emergency contact is supposed to be for. That emergency contact is supposed to be for somebody who is there to support you, to be by your side, who will drop what they're doing for in a moment to help you out or, you know, relay information to another or just be there to be a protector. You know, in this week, I want you to look for your emergency contact, you know, really look around and think to yourself who who will never judge you not only judge you or criticize you for your actions you know who can look at you for who you are as a whole 
and approach you in a way be like, hey, yeah, I know these things are happening in your life right now, but, you know, let's take a break. You know, let's do your favorite thing. Let's go get somewhere to eat at your favorite spot. Take a breather. Realize on the bigger in the bigger picture that, you know, shit ain't that bad. You know, you can always be in a worse spot because if you don't do that, things are going to trickle down, trickle down, trickle down, and you're going to do something you regret, a.k.a. Tory Lanez shooting Meg Thee in the foot. Um, you know, but it's really just all about tipping those scales. You really got to be, you know, focused on your mind, body, and spirit and really finding that balance. The scale is always going to teeter one way to another. You're going to, you know, be happy where you are financially or in your job. And that's going to help your mind put yourself at ease or, you know, you, you, you know, you might get into a breakup and then decide that you're going to go in the gym and be on your body. But now your mind is out of whack. You know, you might, you know, um, be in a sense of depression and then go to church and then find a revelation. And then your soul will start to be renourished and you look at <clears throat> and you look at certain things. But then, you know, now you have to focus on your mind and your body. Every single thing matters. Every single thing is intertwined every single thing is connected to what they are um you know i just i guess this is it for this week's rant i didn't really know how i wanted to go with this one but i'm glad that i was able to you know just go into what i needed to for this week um video should be coming up for the podcast pretty soon had some lighting issues in the room um i you know i want to give you guys top tier quality content I'm doing my best. I, I'm gonna try to do better, but you know, it's you know it's a it's a process. You know, if anybody is out there that you know the, does production work or anything that's like pre and post credit type stuff, I would really appreciate that. If you're a South Florida local, um, local, you know, I would really. I'm always here. I want the team to grow. I'm not gonna lie. I'm doing all this stuff myself right at the moment. I'm fine with it. I'm doing what I got to do, but that's just a bad signal for, you know, a better tomorrow. Hopefully we can all grow and build with this together. So I really want to see like who, who's part of my team, who's part of my environment. And, you know, I see people who have been, you know, and I'll leave off of this too. Um, I know I, what I realized I haven't done in a couple of weeks was uh, the Mike minded Monday motivator. This week's Mike Minded Monday Motivator is perseverance. And no matter what you're doing, always remember the goal. Always remember the goal and do not allow obstacles and walls to pers- to to slow you down. Be the fucking bright line. Be that train. Be the, the juggernaut and plow through that shit. When you know what your goal is, you have a vision of that goal. You have a, a a look in your mind where you say to yourself, oh, this is what I want. This is my success. And there's going to be things in those paths that will try to d- deter you from those things. But as long as you persevere, things might slow down the tracks. You know, you, you can fall. You just do not get off the tracks. Just keep it pushing. Um, you know, that's, that's a simple level of, uh, motivation, but I don't know who needed to hear that this week. 
if it was myself or somebody else. But um, once again, I want to thank every single one of you guys who tune into the podcast. Everybody from, you know, the United States, from the UK, from Ireland, everywhere that's been tuning in so far. I'm always going to give you guys shout outs from where you guys are from. Um, really thank you guys for tuning in. I love the reach of the podcast that has this consistently always expanding, um, you know, and the people that have been putting in my life, um, not only the people that have fallen off, but the people who I have also gained, um, you know, we just here for a better tomorrow. That's my life. But hopefully as things grow and things start to do better, you know, we can really become a self-reliant community and do what we got to do in our own parts. Um, I want to thank you guys again for tuning in to the Mike Minded Podcast. This is another week. This is another thing. Enjoy yourself. Do what you do. And uh, peace out. Love y'all.